beach today up there. No, what? Well, what beach is there? I didn't know there were beaches in Eastern Maine. I was confused about this. <laughs> well, well, there, there are. It doesn't have the real sand though that you do down there, you know. But it, it, it's a beach, I guess, and it's, it's a lot of people here. And it's in Dexter. It's just a little tiny kind of beach by the lake, I guess. There's so, there, but there is some sand though, just like enough, right? Yeah, yeah. There's sand. It's just not the soft sand you get at Old Orchard, or you know. I was I was down there last week and down at Sandish and a, a nice little beach there that had the real beach sand, but they don't have that up here. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's totally true. It's totally, totally true. Um, how, how was your vacation? Yeah, well, oh, man, it was uh, it was a trip. I, I definitely recommend taking. Um, you can do it in five days. It is doable, and uh, it was a it was a quick jaunt and uh, had a good time. Uh, get to see all sorts of new parks and try new foods. And by the way, Camden Yards also has the bacon on a stick like Yankee Stadium. I just want to point that out for people: the big chunks of bacon on a stick. And I'm not talking like this is like little slice of bacon, like you'd get it like at, at whatever. Like I'm talking like a big chunk of bacon. Like these are, these are the things that we that we need to look it's at. The side yeah. of bacon. Yeah, it's like it really is. It's a side of bacon. It's like here, here's half a pig, you know, and it's on a stick, so it, it's it's even easier to eat. So that is awesome. Does Fenway have anything friendly for that? No, you know what? It's funny. I went through Fenway, and, and like the only thing I could find that I could eat there was like the hot dog without a bun. And it was oh. that was it. And it's like I'll have one of those. It's not a big deal. And I'll slap a little mustard on it. But yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, I got I got I got two trips to Fenway in August. So I, just, I couldn't remember. I, I really wasn't doing this before last time I went there. Yeah, no, that's a, oh yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah, you really have to you have to look ahead. I went to uh, I went to Boston Beer Works beforehand. They'll have burgers there, and they will not they will uh, leave the bun off for you, so you can eat that. They had one with like fried egg and bacon and stuff. It was really good. So yeah. that one, you know, if that's what you're doing at that point, that's definitely, I would I would say that is uh, the way to go. Um, yeah, Mark, any plans for the lobster bowl in a couple of weeks? It was just you know we were doing uh, we were doing the um, uh, doing all the stuff today. We're planning on being up at Media Day next week. A lot of kids from Eastern Maine uh, are, are up in that thing, right? Uh, yeah, I mean I don't have the list right in front of me here, but but yeah, there, there are. Um I may, I may, I may go over um, for media day. I'm not quite sure yet, but uh, I, I mean, I don't have plenty of plans. But um, it's great that it's right here. <laughs> I mean, it's right, right down the street, pretty much from where I am right now. And uh, um, it's, it's. I, I think Dover is a perfect place to have the have the week long, uh, you know, training and stuff. And um, so, no, I don't have any direct plans right now, but I, I, I do have that on my radar that I, I might do. But it's, it's definitely a, you know, I, I know I do want to mention one kid though. Um, Tyler, Tyler Beam, um, he's from, from Dexter. Um, last I knew, and this was a couple weeks ago, he, he raised $10,000, um, and, and that's well beyond the goal that they need. And um, that was his goal, and he reached it, and he was still going last, last, last I knew. And so, so uh, you know, that's for obviously a great cause, and, and kudos to him. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's great stuff. It's a, it's a really good opportunity for a lot of these guys, and it's amazing. A lot of people forget, like, for a lot of these guys, this is the last time they're ever putting a football uniform on for any reason. Yeah, I mean, many many of them don't go on to play play college ball or you know any any ball after that. And you know, last time to kind of get together with um, you know the peers that they played against and with um, also. So you know, so it's it's great for great for all these kids. Now your your son was that the last football game he played in wing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was last time. Last. He time. thought about playing at Wesleyan. The coach talked to him about it, but he, he decided not to play. Yeah. 
That's wild. That is, uh, that's interesting. That's a, I, I don't think a lot of times people realize the finality of these things. Like, they don't realize. Yeah. Like, I mean, how many summers are you going in for two-a-days and everything else? Then all of a sudden, one summer, you're like, oh, nope, you're all done. There's no, yeah, no two-a-days today. Thanks. Uh, you know? Thanks for jumping probably, in. They, you know, they probably explain about it, you know, when they're doing it sometimes. When they, right. You know, for some of this, for some of them are doing it, they're like, realize what, what they're missing kind of wish they were going back to that. It kind of reminds me of morning PT when I was in the military. I kind of miss getting up with a big group of people, <laughs> many of whom were hungover and and running around and push-ups, sit-ups, and runs and stuff like that. You miss that once in a while, but then there are other mornings where you're like, you know what, I don't miss that even in the slightest. So that was that was good. <laughs> um, you know, I, I read a thing uh, by, by Shaughnessy over the weekend uh, talking about baseball and, and the trouble it's in. You know, I just went to five games in five days, and I got to tell you, I saw a lot of home runs. And I saw a lot of strikeouts. I didn't see a whole heck of a lot of bunts. I didn't see a lot of action. I didn't see a lot of movement. You know, people keep talking about pace of play. At what point are they going to finally realize that pace of play is included when you take every... Everybody right now is hitting like Wade Boggs did in the mid to late 80s. They're taking every pitch. Like, at what point are we finally going to say that Moneyball is, is kind of the reason that the pace of play is off? And you can do whatever you want. You can limit, you can limit mound visits. You can limit uh, pitch uh, time between pitches, but at the end of the day, it's going to come down to: are you, is your team moving? Are they active? I mean, there's a lot of bad baseball being played right now because guys start struggling. They slow it down. Hold on now. The yeah. Red Sox have hit a, a couple of hits and run, hit and runs. I saw a bunt yesterday by the Yankees that oh. actually led to them winning. Whoa. How about this? Whoa! You know, Greg Bird gets hit by a pitch, and they bring in Tyler Wade to pinch run. He gets bunted over to second. Okay. And then Brett Gardner hits it into right field. And Tyler, by the way, I want to see Tyler Wade. I tweeted this yesterday. I want to see Tyler Wade race a horse. That is the fastest New York Yankee I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he was around when he got around. And it wasn't even a hit and run. That ball got hit to right field. And he was already past the third base coach's box when the third base coach was like waving him in. I'm like, I don't think that's going to. I don't I think, think that, that one's going to make it. I think that helped. Yeah, and it was it was good because they've got a doubleheader today playing the Orioles, so they're already going to be stretched out and, and thin with the bullpen, and you got Chapman who's out and, and everything else. But it's uh, it, he's the fastest Yankee ever. But, yeah, it's all set up with a bunt, which normally they're not doing that. They're just trying to crank the home run. What what are your thoughts? Is, is there going to have to be like a fundamental shift in the game of baseball to get this thing back and corrected and, and get some of these games down can they keep managing it with clocks and things can we get rid of replay because that seems to not work well that seems not to work because they don't get it right even on replay no nope. but um but yeah i i think what the my league is doing with the pitch clock though i mean i've gone to some sea dogs games and it seems like you know in the last few years that maybe once those guys start coming up the game you know because it seems like those games are much quicker. i know they don't have the tv the the broadcast, you know, the commercials and all that, but it just seems like those games are quicker. Maybe that will help. I mean, you got some teams. You got the Royals that swing at everything. They just don't hit it, but they they, they swing at everything. But their games take long because their pitchers are walking thirteen guys. So, that, but but you know, there's, there's some guys, some teams that do swing at everything. I mean, the Red Sox, Yankees are obviously, but they've been doing that for years though. Those two teams, but now every team's doing it. They you know, and it's just taking forever. But don't you think, though, once these minor league guys, because it does seem like these minor league games are, I mean, go to, I don't think many games go longer than two and a half hours. The, you know, most of the Sea Dogs, the only time one usually goes long is, is if you get that one inning where nobody, I mean, there's always going to be that game where there's one inning where no, they can't get anybody out and there's at least two pitching changes. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, 
I would totally be okay with them in the minor leagues, like enacting a mercy rule, like 15 runs or something. Like <laughs> there are times where it's like, okay, listen, we could just tap this out right now yeah. and, and we're go probably home. good. It's but go my guess is they're, they're probably they're All they care about is the reps and, and things of that nature. So it doesn't really matter. So, right, you know. Right. But, but, but it does seem though overall, probably, I don't know the, what the average is, but it seems like those games, you know, you, you know, you know, if the game starts at six, you're going to be, even if you stay for the full game, you're going to be on the road by nine at the latest. You know, you know, usually. But, but uh, you know, you know, never know the major. League. I mean, I don't complain about the pace of play because I love baseball and I could go sit there. I mean, obviously, if somebody's walking thirteen guys, that's a little bit different. That's not fun to see. But, but you know, if if it's just you know, if it's just a good game and there's a lot of strategy involved, I don't mind a three and a half hour game. But you know, a lot most people do. So I, I mean, I see why that's a problem. But but I, I just I think that I think the pitch clock would come in handy and i don't see why they wouldn't use that what they use in the minor leagues talking with mark callan from eastern maine sports uh eastern maine sports blog up in up in eastern maine getting you ready for a couple of things here as we talk about some stuff um marcus smart gonna gonna sign the qualifying offer it looks like uh soon sooner rather than later according to reports um someone in his camp i don't know if it's him i don't know if it's his agent i don't know if it's his uncle like Kawhi leonard i'm not really sure someone is hurt and disgusted he hasn't heard more from the celtics you think they can they can mend that fence because i think for him next year i can't decide if it's him or his agent that gets like personally offended by everything but if you can keep him next year and get him re-signed i mean you're gonna want him around long term. it's it's gonna come down to him or terry rozier and one of them is gonna stay and one of them's probably gotta go right yeah, and I, 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 I hope they keep smart. I mean, I hope he does sign that. But I, he's one of those guys, though, that he's not going to be able to go to a team that doesn't have a chance because, <laughs> you know, he's a key clog, you know, key piece on a team like the Celtics or, you know, another team that's close. But to a team that has no chance, I mean, he, if you're going to give him max money, he's not, he shouldn't be getting that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but, but he is a key piece to a team like the Celtics, you know, and, and uh, don't you think? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah he's, he's worth more money, to, more money to them, and, and is in probably more of a situation to to do things there. Because to me, it, it's I don't think what he does works in Sacramento. No, I think it's wasted every night. I think he's going to get hurt because they're going to want to play him forty eight minutes because they don't really have a bunch of people, you know. And then I, I read this thing too, where uh, his thumb might be, my, his shooting might have been hindered because of his thumb. I'm going to oh, break this down for you. His it, shooting's huh? been hindered for years. Okay, so let's just yeah. let's not worry yeah. about the thumb with that. So yeah, he wasn't a great shooter in college. No, no, no. Uh, he he never has been. So I mean, that's not his game. I mean, that's not where his value is. And I, I know his agent's just trying to get him more money or whatever. But but it, that's that's not his game. And what he does, he does what he does well. He does really well. And you know, hopefully the Celtics can keep them because of that. Talk about Mark Callan from Eastern Main Sports, Eastern Main Sports Blog. Do you think people are going to get fired up or a little more fired up about the Red Sox once it starts getting towards September? Do you think that's one of the reasons why people aren't fired up about it? Because, you know, I remember back in the old the olden days of Main Sports Radio, you could turn on the radio and you'd, you'd hear them talking about the Sox. And you'd hear them, t- I mean, we'd be talking, I remember, who was the guy that, um, was it Julian Tavares when he was the fifth starter? We're going to get rid of Julian Tavares, you know? I mean... You could you could get through four hours of talk radio about you know Julian Tavares. It, it's not like that anymore. You know what's amazing though? They, they're sixty-two and twenty-nine, and you don't hear anything after they win six in a row. But when David Price throws one stinker, which he's thrown a couple lately, 
yeah, it's on the whole next day. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. And so, but obviously, as you, uh, based on based on negativity, and that, that draws the, you know, talk talk show callers, and that, that that draws them. But I mean, this team is so good. As are the Yankees. As are the Astros. You know, it, you know. I think maybe that's why they're not fired up because because you know, this group hasn't done it in the playoffs and. Everybody's just waiting. You know, not just Price. I mean, Sale and Porcello haven't really done it in the playoffs either, or, or Rodriguez. So I think it's. I think it's, everybody's like using the wait and see thing. And uh, you know, I think I think in October people will be very fired up. You know, especially if they win a series and get to the, you know, get to move on and, and stuff. And you know, they win the division and and they win the ALDS. I think people will be fired up. But I think it's right now. I mean, I'm not in that camp where I'm, you know, waiting and seeing. But uh, a lot of people are just like. Oh great! They're gonna win 110 games, and then Sale's gonna, you know, throw a stinker and Porcello and Price, and you know, I just think that's a that's a lot of what people think, and I've I've heard that from people actually. I really want people to vote for Andrew Benintendi to go to the All Star Game. I I personally I think I think he deserves it, and frankly, I don't want him to have any time off. I want him going to the game and taking part in the festivities. And I want I vote Benny. That's my that's my thing. You have my you have my full approval to do that. It, it, you I just, just don't want Stanton to go, right? That's well, I don't want Stanton to go. I don't want I don't want any Yankees to be named as injury replacements. I mean, at this point, it looks like Chapman probably won't play. Torres probably won't play. Um, Did Judge, hurt? yeah, Chapman left the other day with knee tendonitis. So I guarantee you, okay, I guarantee you. That he is going to be, you know, kind of not in action. He's going to be unavailable for action, and I think you'll see the same thing with him. And I wouldn't be shocked if Severino didn't make it either, because uh, or Severino makes it and doesn't pitch because maybe they pitch him like the day before or something, so that he's so that he is also unavailable. I heard heard Boone, and and he's actually pitching Wednesday, Thursday this week. So if if Hinch wants to start him, he he could Thursday, but but uh, but. That's what Boone said the other day. So, so he could, but oh, I didn't know about Chapman. That's a big injury. If he's oh, any he... he's day to day right now. I think it's something they think they could manage. And he was pitching on the uh, he was pitching on the turf the other day. So, uh, yeah. Well, games against the Orioles might help that. You might not need have safe situation. Yeah, well, my God. But I, yeah, I'd say that. But you know, pretty isn't it like that though? Even when you're taking on bad teams, you play a doubleheader, you split it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it because yeah, it does because. Either in the first game or the second game, you roll out your your JV five star lineup, you know, to to pitch against whoever, and then in the second game everything's good. You have your regular lineup in, and usually it's this. Usually, if the bad team wins game one, the good team wins game two, and then it, in, it's usually in a blowout fashion. And it's also if the good team wins game one, like the bad team will win game two, like four to three, or like yeah, three to yeah. two. You know what I mean? And it's like, what? How does it even happen? But yeah, it's tough to sweep a double header. It's tough, tough to sweep series too. I just can't believe the Red Sox. I mean, I know the Royals stink, and I mean, and, but they they're just kind of walking over. Everybody There's so up. many bad teams right now. The Orioles are on pace for almost 120 losses. The yeah, Royals are on pace for about that much. Them. You know, yeah, they, there's so many bad teams, and I, you know, I, it just it's you know that's why the Red Sox and Yankees and Astros are getting so many wins. But it's still tough to sweep. You know anybody? Usually, it is, but they're you know, you know, and, and they they've been doing it. And, uh, you know, it's just it's been impressive what they've been doing. Because you know, usually you look at a series, yeah, well, they should 
sweep. They should win every game, but you know, just usually end up taking two out of three in most years. But but uh, this year, you know, and I guess teams, other teams too, that aren't that great, but they're decent, like the Nationals and Angels. They've been really took care of them both too, and and you know, so they've been doing good and playing five hundred against. You know, the Yankees and Astros, it's kind of what you're supposed to do, right? Just yeah. Play 500 against the, play f- against the good teams and club of the other teams, and they, they've been doing that. I still think that might be one of the reasons that um, that, that there's a little bit of hesitancy for people to get involved and invested in this, because as good as you are, I mean, right now, I'm sorry, if you're a fan of the Yankees, you're a fan of the Astros, you're a fan of the Red Sox, you really don't know how good you are. You can look at the games you've played against good teams, okay, and the and the and the Red Sox are like ten and ten in those games or whatever. However, that worked at the time. I, th- I think they're even probably a little higher now. But um, you know, you look at what the Yankees have done against the Astros and the you know when they play against the good teams, that's when they're playing each other. I still will contend that the team that scares me the most in the American League is Cleveland because Cleveland has talent. They're probably going to coast with their division. They're going to be able to set their lineups. They're going to be able to set their pitching. And there's nobody more playoff experience to me than Terry Francona. So everybody that's banking on a Yankees Red Sox ALCS might have to, you know, be prepared for Cleveland to be in there or even or Houston to be in there, either one, because I, I, I don't I, I don't think you can discount them. This isn't a two team race. I think any of those no, four I, teams could make it to the World Series. I, oh, I agree with you. And another reason to to get the best record, not only do you miss the wild card game, but you also miss Cleveland because Cleveland's going to be mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to have to, you know, if Houston finishes, you know, second or whatever, they're going to have to, you know, that's not going to be an easy series. And Frank Ona is the best manager in baseball. So that, that, that uh, kind of gives them an advantage there. And I, I mean, always when the, I mean, this is a little different because they have a Red Sox have a manager with a brain, but it's always when they were facing Cleveland before, I always, big, big edge with a manager when it came to Tito and uh, Farrell. That's for sure. His name is Mark Callen. You can catch him at Eastern Main Sports. EasternMainSports.com. Mark, uh, good to talk to you. Uh, hopefully, sunscreen has been liberally applied, and uh, we'll see you next week. It, it, it has been applied, and last week it wasn't when I was on vacation and I was paying. Oh boy! It. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> that's usually how it works. You know, we learn yeah. our lesson and then we move forward. All right, that's man. True. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank take you. Take care. Mark Callan from Eastern Main Sports. Eastern Main Sports blog here on the Bless Daily.